Hello, and welcome to Rocks With Me with your girl, Fionja Rocks, where I rocks, you rocks, and we rocks together. Rocks Nation stand up in the building, baby. You guys, it's another episode of Rocks With Me, and I'm so excited about today's topic, which is relationships, recognizing the ones to keep and recognizing the ones to let go of. That was a mouthful, wasn't it? You know, many of us, uh, we get in certain relationships or we do certain things that we think, oh my God, this is the, this is it for me. I found my best friend. I found that guy. I found the one. I found the girl or whatever the case may be. I have the best family in the world. Not realizing the true attributes are the true characteristics of a relationship um, because we are taught relationships through the relationships that we have developed throughout our lives. You know, as a child, seeing your parents at home or not at home or having your first boyfriend and seeing how they may have treated you or didn't treat you can have a huge, huge toll on how you perceive or how you act out relationships in your current life. So I'm excited about this because, you know, we have the rooted challenge going on the February challenge which challenges you to eat healthier you know transform your mind your body and your soul working out feeling good doing what's necessary for you to be successful and with the rooted challenge I believe I spoke on this particularly last week as it pertains to relationships is we need to get rooted in the relationships that we cultivate Because many of us are entangled into foolishness and we're trying to figure out how can we get out and get rooted within ourselves. What we must realize first is that the relationship begins with us. You know, I've said this often on many of my podcasts or my lives at 555, which we have on today on Instagram and tomorrow on Facebook that our relationships begin with ourselves too many times we put on people what we should be requiring of ourselves to do like putting on your boyfriend to tell you you're beautiful every day but you yourself don't tell you you're beautiful or putting upon you know your mom to be that person that you can lean on but you can't even lean on yourself what does that mean what does that look like Um, This is a topic, I must say, relationships can be a little controversial because many times, you know, it's a, 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 I don't want to say an eye for an eye, but in in some cases, yes, you know, somebody treats you a certain type of way you feel like you want to get back at them or you may not get back at that person, but you'll date somebody else that, you know, may have been similar. And because you remember your past and you haven't healed from it, you'll treat them exactly like your ex. Right. Or you treat them like your old best friend that stole and cheated and your new best friend is a good person. But you put them in the same category because you have yet to heal. So before we can speak about relationships with people, before we can recognize the ones to keep and the ones to let go of, we must fix the one we have with ourselves. So let's begin the five skills. I almost want to say six skills that will help you have a happy and successful relationship. Being empathetic, being an empathetic person, meaning having empathy. You understand some of us walk around here when we do things, we're so hard on ourselves. We have no compassion for ourselves or even others. 
We look, we judge. When we do something ourselves, we judge ourselves so, so hard. Oh my God, I shouldn't have never done that. Oh my God, I, I, I shouldn't have never called that person. Or oh my God, I ate that piece of cake. Oh, I can't believe I did that. And we just beat ourselves down with guilt. Having no empathy, having no room for error. Now I'm not saying, you know, you should be okay with making mistakes or not keeping your word. However, comma... The reality of it is, is if you're more empathetic on yourself, you'll be more empathetic to others. And when others let you down, your friends, your mom, your cousin, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, you'll sit back and say, you know what? I didn't like what they did, but we're human and we make mistakes. So I'm not going to beat you over the head about something you had done because I myself have made certain mistakes. Now, some things I completely understand. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody sleep with your man, that's a problem. Somebody stealing your money, that's an issue. Someone lying on your name and your character, I get it, boo. But even still with all those things, that just shows you who that person is and how you need not to communicate with them anymore or even have a relationship with them, which is why you got to recognize when it's time to let people go and let people grow, okay? It's just that simple. Number two, for the skills that will make you happy in your relationship is communication. Many of you don't really know yourselves. You don't communicate with yourself. And I know that that may sound odd to say because some people would be like, oh my God, I don't talk to myself. What do you mean? Well, I'm not saying literally just sit and talk to yourself. What I'm saying is, is finding out how you feel when certain things are done, paying attention to how you're thinking, communicating with yourself. Like, mm, I don't really like when that person talks to me. I feel something kind of rise up in my chest. Mm, I love when he rubs me on the back. I like this feeling. Many of us, we just so quick to, you know, hop over something. Don't live in the moment. We're not communicating, you know, with ourselves like, ah, they shouldn't talk to me like that. Ah, that person shouldn't touch me. Ah, that person shouldn't be treating me a certain type of way. We just automatically, you know, throw things away. Don't communicate. And we wonder why in our real lives, physically, emotionally, and mentally, our relationships don't have great communication because you've not yet spent time knowing you, what you like and what you don't like. Communicating what makes you happy. Communicating that childhood trauma. One thing I have been doing that I can honestly say has been very beneficial is when something kind of sparks up in my head, like an old thought, or it could be a new thought of some sort. I'll be like, mm, where did that thought come from? Like, how did that thought get there? And then I start to analyze my life and I look over my life and then certain things will peak up out of nowhere from my childhood or throughout my life. That'll be like, that's why I think that way. Or that's why that thought came up to me because of this happening here or because of that person did that to me there. And then I know, let me pray and ask God to heal me. Because I don't want to walk around with that and then continue to push it down subconsciously. Because what we don't realize is the things that trigger you, there's somewhere in your subconscious that that situation has occurred in your past. It may not have been the exact thing, but it may be something similar. It could be the most smallest little thing as a child. And then if you go back to that very moment as a kid or as a, or as a teenager, whatever it was, you can deal with that issue. You can say, oh, that was wrong. I shouldn't have thought like that. God, help me. Heal me from that. Because that's where that stemmed from. The root of the situation (laughs) gets right back to being rooted. The root 
of the hurt. It's time for us to dig up the old nasty things in our subconscious, in our heart, in our bodies, and in our souls and regain who we are with new habits, new thought processes, right? So our next one on a happy relationship is conflict. Many of us, we don't like conflict. You know, when, when, when we're dealing with certain things, we don't like dealing with the, uh, I don't want to deal with it. Prime example, um, not many people really work out as much as I do. And for me, getting to this place, I have to deal with the conflict of myself not wanting to get up out of my bed and literally turn over and go to sleep. Now, some may say, V, that's not a conflict, but it is. Because my body is telling me something that my mind is not. My mind is saying, you know, you need to get up and go. My body is like, oh, I don't want to get up. But here I go again. So dealing with conflict, communicating that conflict. Well, I realized actually this morning why I didn't really want to get up. I didn't go to bed early enough. So in order for me to fix that conflict from happening again in the morning, I must make it I must make it my business to go to sleep earlier to get more rest so that I am not sitting here in conflict as it pertains to making decisions quickly and acting out on them okay number four commute Commitment. I almost said communication again, but commitment. What are you committed to? You know, many of us, we have these relationships we're in and we're not really with folks who are committed to us. They're committed to what you do for them. Ooh, they're committed to how you make them feel. Mm. Not because of you. You know, I often say something to people a lot of the time, especially when it comes to relationships. If you had nothing, right? If you were walking down the street and you just had a regular shirt on, regular pair of pants, would those people still want to fool with you? Would they still want to be your friend? Because many people are associated or attached with folks, not because of who they are as a person, but because of what they provide. Because of what they allow them access to. Literally. Some of you all are yoked up with people right now. Committed to them because they can pay your bills. Committed to them because they're great in bed. Committed to them because, you know, they they make you look good. But you're not committed to them because they make you feel amazing and you're over the top. You're settled. Because you said to yourself, well, this is it for me. You know, I'm getting older. The clock is ticking. You know how many people have said that to me? Well, when are you going to get married, V? Or when are you going to have kids? Let me tell you something. I'm not rushing into anything just so I can have the American, you know, quota. Okay. I I got the American quota like I see some of my friends have. Gotten married, had the kids, went to school. Now what? After you've done all of that, now what do you do? What do you do now? Now that you've decided to be committed into foolishness. But some of you have grown up in commitments that were so foolish, you walk that thing out as an adult. And you're wondering why your thought process is off because you've been committed to foolishness all your life. You've been committed to eating wrong. You've been committed to um, unforgiveness. You've been committed to continuing to self-sabotage. You've been committed to not feeling worthy enough. You've been committed to off-thinking. 
and you're wondering why you can't attract anything that you want or desire in your life. People speak many affirmations, but walking them out is another thing. Ooh, I don't want to touch that toe. I don't want to hit on that nail. Many of us talk a real good game. Real good, sound real nice. But when it comes to truly walking out our commitments, how valuable are they really? Now, I'm not saying that to say everybody's in a relationship that's not necessarily, you know, something that you can look at and say gleam and, and, and be so happy about. But be slow to say relationship goals just because you see somebody look good. You have no idea how some people settle in relationships just to say they have somebody. Because if they had it their way, they wouldn't even be with them. You know how many people I know got married to folks because they just had kids with them? You know how many people I know got married to folks because they was with them since they was high school sweethearts and they figured, you know what, I'm not going to be with nobody else because I don't feel as comfortable with anybody else. I don't want to get to know anyone else, so I'm going to just put up with you and your abuse and your foolishness and your ways so I can have me somebody because I don't want to be by myself. But what y'all don't realize is, is the relationship you carry with yourself is how you act out with everybody else. But most of you don't even know yourself. You don't know yourself. You don't know what you like. Which brings me to number five. You don't even love yourself. That's why you're committed to the toxicity. Because if you truly knew what real love was, the God kind of love, the agape love, that's unconditional love, that love that says, you know, no matter what I do, no matter what life throws me, I'm always going to be committed to me. If you knew what that love was, you wouldn't put up with any and everybody. You would say, oh, okay. You tried it, <laughs> but you failed because I know who and whose I belong to. But many of you all are not in love with yourself. You're in love with everybody else. As long as everybody else is fine, you're quote unquote good. You're all right. You're all right. But the reality of it is, is you're not all right. You're not. And you're wondering why you can't uproot the toxic relationships that you've been in. I have a quote for you guys. Maybe another one. The wrong person makes you beg for attention, affection, love, and commitment. The right person gives you these things because they love you. Some of you all souls are begging for attention. Begging for affection. Begging for love. Begging for commitment. When all along... It was in you. You were everything you were looking for. See, I had to learn something with my list. And this may be a little controversial, this particular topic with my list. Because I think everybody has a list. Even men have a list. They don't talk about it, you know. But they got a list. They may not even write it down, but baby, they got them a list, okay? So, I started looking at my list. You know, I have all these requirements, this and that, loyal and all this stuff, right? Then God really came to me and was like, now... I want you to be able to say you're all those things on this list. And then I said, ooh, he didn't have to smack me like that. Because many of us want everybody else to have this, have that, walk like this, have this kind of money, move this way. But you yourself ain't even operating in the same things that you require of others. But yet you want all of these different things to be present in this list. See, relationships start with you. 
But many of you don't have a relationship with you because, you know, as a child, we were taught, don't say nothing. Be quiet when your parents speak. Don't talk. So that's why a lot of men don't communicate well. Even some women don't communicate well. I'm going to be honest with you all. The only reason why I communicate how I communicate now is because I went to an out-of-state university. Grambling. GS, GS. I thought you knew. (laughs) Okay? And I learned how to speak up for myself. I started to learn what I liked and what I did not like. But it takes time to develop that. They don't happen overnight. And when I started to develop and cultivate through the relationships that I had with my friends, through the guys that I would speak to, through the the, um, relationship I was having with my mother being away from home, I started to realize I like this and I don't like that. You know, being younger, I I always wanted to be like the daddy's girl type of uh, young lady. Oh my God, I could call my daddy, he'll do anything for me, but that's not my true story. You know, as when I was younger, as my mom, that really did a lot, a lot for me. My dad did a lot for me. But when I'm talking about a lot, I'm talking about the emotional side. And I had tears in my eyes when I felt bad because, you know, somebody did something or a guy said something to me. I can go to my mother. And I think that that had a lot to do with how I would walk out relationships in my college days or even, you know, as an adult to this very day. Lacking certain um, emotional uh, stability or, or stableness from my dad and learning now even as an adult that was not okay but at the end of the day you have to recognize it that's the issue some of us don't even recognize it we don't even see it we're blind to the facts we're not even seeing the facts we don't know the facts we're just walking out in these relationships requiring of others to do everything for us and we don't see where Maybe we have some hurts and issues that we have to deal with, some things that need to be fixed, some things that need to be cultivated and worked on and worked out. It's time to work on you today. Stop begging for others to do what you yourself should be doing for you. You shouldn't require nobody to love you right if you can't love you right. You can't require anybody not to lie to you when you lie to yourself every single day. All relationships have one law. Never make the one you love feel alone, especially when you're there. And you know what's crazy about that? A lot of us, we're with ourselves every day. Now, this is deep. This may go over some people's heads. A lot of us are with ourselves every single day. But you're still feeling alone because you're not there. What do I mean? You have a mask on. You're acting out how you see other people act. You're moving how you seen your best friend move five years ago. You're moving how your family is moving right now. Well, you see them drive a certain car, so you're driving a certain car. Or you're dressing a certain way because you're hanging around certain people that dress a certain type of way. And you want them to say, with your outfit is swag. Because in reality, in the back of your head, you want to dress a certain type of way. Many of us are not even living with ourselves. We're living alone. Ourselves are stuck. If, if, if your real desires, if, if your real heart desire could speak, what would it really say? What would it really say? What would it really want? What would it really desire? So my thing to you guys today, dig deep. When those thoughts come to your mind that seem a little off and little like, what is that? 
Find out what it is. Sit with yourself. Meditate with yourself. Know that you're worthy of what you want out of life. Period. You are worthy. You are worthy. You have the right to have values and standards. You have the right to no longer feel guilty. You have the right to feel safe. You have the right to be treated with dignity and respect. You have the right to feel good about yourself and be happy. You understand me? You have the right to leave conversations with people who put you down. You have the right. You have the authority over yourself. But many of you have given this authority over to others because you want to be loved. You want to be, you know, with somebody. Stop playing with your life. Stop playing with your time and get yourself together. Relationships. Recognizing the ones to keep and the ones to let go of. Now, obviously, you can't let go of the relationship that you have with yourself, but you can let go of the toxic parts of the relationship that you have with yourself. Telling yourself self-doubting and traumatizing things that do nothing but damage you. You're amazing. You just don't know it yet. I hope you guys found that this podcast was, you know, everything you needed and more. We're getting ready to have our live at 555 soon. And I'm so excited about tonight's topic. I'm going to dive even deeper than I've dived here with you all. Please share this podcast with your friends, your family, your auntie, and your cousin too. And above all, please remember to follow me on Beyond Rocks on Instagram and iRockCBD with three I's, R-O-X-X. I'm constantly posting. I'm excited about this Rooted Challenge because it's causing me to dig deep within myself Find out what's going on with me, why this is here, why those things show up, why those thoughts pop up in my head. And really learn to love myself in its totality. I want to love me all the way, not in a piece of me. I don't want to wait for an individual to show up for me to figure out, okay, let me love and value myself. No. Anything outside the love you provide beyond God's love is extra. Anything, and this is what I'm going to end with, anything outside of the love you provide to yourself and God's love is extra. What does that mean? So when he leaves, when she leaves, when they try to play you, it's okay. It was extra anyway because you already knew who you were and who you belong to. Hmm. Okay. So as you guys know, I rocks, you rocks, and we rocks together. Rock Station, stand up in the building. You can't say the slogan without including yourself. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast, Rocks With Me, with your girl, Beyond Rocks. Until next time, you guys, peace to you.